0: These are really forward-looking investments that reflect a high priority of our residents, which is street repair and construction. Um, we know that streets are really important infrastructure that helps support uh, quality of life and the safety of our you know commuting public. And they help create jobs and drive economic growth. So we know the many reasons why streets are important, and in this current environment, interest rates are a lot lower than the inflation rate um, and the price of construction costs, so we are borrowing some funds to build projects now (coughs) that will allow us to save money um, because they would cost a lot more to build down the road. So we are um, very pleased and appreciative that the City Council approved this package. Uh, There will be repairs made across our city, and uh, we're very excited to get started with our
1: construction season. So get ready for the cones, get ready for the barrels, get ready for uh, construction work and detours. But, Mayor, you've been in this business long enough to know, so have I, that for the inconvenience, for the detours, at the end of the day, sometimes there are quite a few days, but at the end of the construction period, it will all be worth it.
0: That's right. Uh, We are, you know temporarily inconvenienced for a longer term gain and we know this is a really important priority of the community so we are eager to deliver on that priority and make improvements throughout the city
1: and it will be throughout the city i had a little bit of difficulty hearing your response to my question mayor but if if you answer this uh, my apologies but uh repairs will be going on all around the city uh to various degrees everything from uh let's say, uh, a a full street replacement, if it's in that bad a condition, to just some areas then being repaired?
0: Yeah, we'll be utilizing these funds and other funds from the Lincoln on the Move program with um, voter-approved dollars to make repairs throughout the community. Um, The vast majority of our Lincoln on the Move repairs will be in existing neighborhoods, but then also a quarter of those funds will go towards new growth projects that support the growth of our community. Um, Right now we've got projects that are um, planned for like South 48th from Highway 2 to Pioneers. We've got things going on in the Union College neighborhood, um, Salt Creek neighborhood on South 8th Street, and then also over in the Capitol Beach neighborhood we've got some improvements already underway. Uh, So, you know, in the coming weeks you'll see more action. Uh, around South Ninth Street and near Color Middle School in that neighborhood, in the Huntington neighborhood, um, you know, north and south, we are, we are trying to get to as many high priority projects um, that have been. The priorities for which have been informed by our, our Committee on Transportation, they, they have helped work with the department. This is a community committee that has helped oversee the deployment of dollars in a way that will maximize their efficiency and make sure that they're equitably distributed as we undertake these important repairs and,
1: and construction work. Well, the calendar says it's spring, but it's construction season <laughs> in Lincoln, yeah. Nebraska.
0: That's right. We, we're, we're eager for this to, to get started and have some good weather for our crews. And we just would ask that if you do see crews out in the roads and you see those orange cones, to so please be patient and give them uh, some room. We want to make sure they're safe as they do their work, too.
1: Lincoln Mayor Lirian Gaylor-Baird joining me on Lincoln Live. Uh, let 's turn to the search for a new police Chief Mayor, after hearing from focus groups made up of people in business, education, faith communities, neighborhoods, and law enforcement organizations. Uh, where is your search on finding lincoln 's next police chief?
0: Yeah, we are moving full steam ahead yesterday. we closed the window for applicants to um, submit their applications resumes, references to our search firm and we're going to now be working with the Police Executive Research Forum to, that's our search firm, to uh, identify a set of candidates that we would invite for interviews. We expect those interviews will take place uh, late May and we hope to have another, we will have another public forum after finalists are identified by our search committee and then sometime in june i'll be forwarding a nomination to the city council for their approval and there'll be a public hearing at that time as well
1: mayor i'm very curious and i realize this is a sensitive situation so i will be respectful in asking this question but there are lawsuits against the lincoln police department filed by uh, former female members of the force are claiming discrimination. Now, I realize you cannot talk about court cases, and again, I respect that, but going into the decision-making process in which you are involved right now in looking for a new police chief, uh, is it fair to say that perhaps it would be healthy for the new police chief to come from the outside in rather than from the inside in?
0: Well we're looking you know far and wide, near and far internally and externally for the best candidate, so it'll really come down to who applies and I have not seen the list of applicants at this time, Dale so um, i can't I can't speak to who, you know whether or not there is even an internal applicant but um, whoever the person is. we want that person to represent the values of this administration and our wider community, someone who is not only going to provide safety and trusted relationship building with our community members, but also within the department to help create a culture and, and, you know, sort of enhance the culture of LPD so that it continues to be a place where uh, people can grow in their careers, feel safe and where they belong and that their contributions are valued and that their skills and talents are enhanced as they come up the ranks.
1: On Lincoln Live today is Lincoln Mayor Larian Gaylor-Baird. now to... COVID, the count and the vaccines. Uh, Vaccination numbers are up over 161,000 first doses, nearly 114,000 completed vaccinations. Uh, I looked at the numbers uh, at the large scale clinics, Mayor, and you uh, people in the community spoiled us uh, with a few of those first large scale clinics at Pinnacle Bank Arena. I think they were cranking out 8,000 doses per clinic now it's down right. to about a thousand first and second doses that was the case last Friday at PBA uh, Saturday at PBA about 700 first doses were given and the the drive-through clinics at Gateway mall last week saw fewer than 600 total first cases uh, rather first doses administered I'm wondering if those numbers jump out at you the, a significant reduction to some of those early large-scale clinics
0: well part of that's surely to be expected as We've received greater supply not only at the county, but also through the federal retail pharmacy program. And of course, those drive through testing sites being run by the Department of Health and Human Services at the state. You know, there are more options and choices for folks. And so more people have been getting the vaccine in our community. And I'm so proud of our community. We continue to lead the state in the percentage of population that's been fully vaccinated. Um, that says a lot about our community's understanding and commitment to not only protecting themselves and their loved ones, but our wider community. And we're, you know, we're approaching about 46% of our, of our uh, community being, uh, in city and county community being fully vaccinated. And so, you know, that's really exciting progress. We still have a ways to go to try to reach the health department's goal of getting 75% of people vaccinated. So, of course, I want to see those numbers at the clinics continue to be strong and steady, Um, but we know that we are making good progress. And we'll be talking about that later today at our briefing. We want to really encourage um, our younger folks who have been eligible for a shorter period of time to get their shots. Uh, The health department's working really hard with schools and universities they were out in the county at high schools of their city high schools this week and it's an opportunity not only for students in those schools um, the high schools but they' for their families as well so if if that makes it more convenient and accessible to people that is another opportunity for people to to get vaccinated and we'll, we'll continue to target and focus and try to make rolling up your sleeve sitting down for that vaccination as easy uh, and efficient as possible for
1: people. I know you want to wait to announce most of them, but can you tell, how do you go about encouraging a young person to, to get two shots?
0: Yeah, well, I think that when I think about young people, I think about my kids and my friends' kids who have given up so much to try to protect our community. They've, you know, last year missed their graduations. They didn't get to sign yearbooks. They were you know didn't have proms and a lot of events they haven't been able to hang out like kids normally hang out they've made a ton of sacrifices and if they can get a shot that helps accelerate the timeline for uh, things returning more to a normal way of living i think they would be excited to get those shots i know my kids are excited uh, the two that, that can get them uh, and i would also say that for all those younger folks who have even younger siblings that aren't eligible i mean this is a way to protect your younger siblings. This is a way to protect your grandparents and the older folks and, and vulnerable folks in your family. Um, we all have a role. We all have the power uh, to contribute to ending the pandemic. So, I mean, I would think that anyone who wants to end the pandemic, no matter what their age is, would want to, you know, sit down and roll up their sleeve and get vaccinated and help with that.
1: Mayor, have you had a chance yet to get a sense of turnout at the Lincoln High Schools for students, their families, and guardians?
0: I don't have a sense of that okay. yet. Um, I haven't gotten a report back. That was yesterday. It right. was in High and Lincoln East. Yeah. Okay. I know they, they had a goal of around 600 doses. I don't know yet what the actual number was.
1: All right. Before we skip to Pershing Center, I wanted to let folks know, and you can find this on our website, by the way, kfornow.com. Go to the news page. This week's large-scale clinics on Wednesday, tomorrow, Gateway Mall has a first-dose drive-through clinic. At the former Sears store, and then on Thursday, the 29th, PBA will be dispensing second doses to people.
0: Yeah, my husband and I will be at that second dose clinic, getting our second doses, and we're really looking forward to that. All right, and you the can, relief
1: that that brings. Mm-hmm. You can see it at kfowarnow.com. Now to Pershing Center Mayor, with a few mm-hmm. minutes left in our conversation here, talk about Pershing Center because we haven't we haven't in a in a long time. Uh, An Omaha-based company wants to transform Pershing Center.
0: Yes, we are very excited about the potential for this to be a real catalyst project, and you know, it was a this is this site has been of interest and and commanded the attention of our community for so long, and when we actually did the RFP last year, it was right as the pandemic was becoming a real sort of becoming real for people, and you know, it was almost a headline that didn't get noticed, but. We've been working ever since uh, last spring uh, with the developer to uh, put forward um, the, the, the project to pull together the pieces to get the planning commission's approval for performance. We're really, really excited about the opportunity to build affordable housing, to create more retail, the potential for a wellness center, and of course, uh, this project is envisioned as having a, as a potential site for a public library should our community support that
1: and the library we haven't mentioned that word in a long time the downtown library included in this proposal at Pershing is uh, about 90,000 square feet of uh, public library space replacing uh, Bennett Martin
0: yeah we know we've got some problems at Bennett Martin HVAC system is old elevator systems are old I mean we're sort of at a, a crossroads do we continue to you know, fix up a decrepit building, um, or do we invest in a 21st century library that can be um, a community gathering space, a place where people can access technology and, um, you know, get assistance with homework and job seeking and rent, you know, community public space. And we know that there's great support for our libraries and our branches, which also need repair. So that is an important part of this discussion, discussion with the community moving forward about uh, you know, building that into a, a, yet another public-private partnership that has been so successful in Lincoln.
1: And when that happens, then you have Bennett Martin vacant.
0: Right, and that creates a new opportunity uh, for redevelopment downtown, and we, we love those. We love having opportunities. Just like, you know, we, we just had some things go through council last night, some housing projects, and uh, we're real excited about, about what, the down, how the downtown is continuing to grow throughout this past year despite the challenges that we face
1: downtown's looking different the council you mentioned the the uh, public hearings uh, they'll vote next week on a couple of high dollar high rises downtown so that's exciting
0: it is really exciting we we know that creating uh, you know more heads and beds downtown will support our businesses will you know help um you know really renew and rejuvenate our downtown and and that's exciting
1: those buildings we talked about, one is the renovation of the Golds building, the other is a high-rise at 14th and N, I believe. That's right. So the council will be voting next week. Mayor, thank you very much. We covered a lot of ground here today. I appreciate your time.
0: Well, thank you, Dale. It's nice to be with you and your listeners today.